shepherd during this time of, of transition. Your wardens, vestry, and other parish leaders, along with Bishop Smiley, Canon English, the staff of this church, the diocesan staff, and so many others have extended generous hospitality for which Gay and I give thanks to God. I've been invited to join you at this stage of your journey because I'm a transition specialist. This time of transition is a rare opportunity for you to remember where you have been, to clarify where you are at this point in history, to strengthen your leaders, to reinforce your connections with the wider church and with the community, and to prepare to commit to a new era of fruitful mission with a new spiritual leader. My primary mission is to guide you, to support you, and to encourage you as you do these things. I'm also going to appoint a fun committee <laughs> just to be sure that we don't forget to enjoy our time together and the ministry that we've been called to share. Our faith is supposed to help us during times of transition. So when the transition has to do with our faith and our faith community, it takes on added dimensions. That's why we will work so diligently during these months together to draw from the depths of our spiritual resources in this particular time of passage. In truth, the story of our faith is a story of transition, change, and transformation. Even a brief encounter with the sacred texts that inform and shape us bears that out. In the beginning, we read of the transition from nothing to everything, from darkness to light, from innocence to disobedience. There's God's call to Noah and his family and to Abraham and his descendants to leave what was and to make the transition into what is yet to be. There's Jacob, whom God transforms into Israel through years of exile and soul-searching. There's Moses, whom God calls to lead the children from slavery to freedom and all the details of how the people of God resisted the changes that were required in order for them to live in that freedom. There is Joshua, who's saddled with the task of making a nation of this people. There are accounts of kings and prophets who worked with our ancestors in faith through times of transition. Central to the message of Jesus is the call to repent. Metanoete, turn, change, gain a new perspective and a new life. Be transformed by God at work in your lives. The first disciples were minding their own business in their day-to-day -day lives when Jesus called them and said, follow me. And they left and followed him into they knew not what. The risen Christ encountered Saul, who was a persecutor of the early church, on the Damascus road and transformed him into Paul, apostle to the Gentiles. Change leads to transition, 
which in turn then leads to transformation. Today's readings in particular are examples of how transition is the norm in the story of faith that has been handed down to us. In Elisha's response when Elijah was taken up by a whirlwind into heaven, and in the response of the disciples when they saw Jesus in a whole new light on the Mount of Transfiguration, we see that times of change are opportunities for epiphanies. When the transitions of our lives cause us to lose our grip on what is familiar and comfortable, and we aren't really sure where to turn for help, we're humbled by the powerful presence of our Creator God, Jesus, our great High Priest, and the sanctifying Holy Spirit. In that openness, wonder, and humility, we advance in our spiritual journey together. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So today I invite you to engage with one another, with your bishop and with the wider church and with me as we walk together in the journey of transition. It will not be easy at all times. There will be changes we don't understand or like and sometimes we won't even know we've made them. There will be new faces, different ideas, and unfamiliar procedures. Sometimes we'll stumble and fall. Sometimes we'll rise in triumph. We'll have to learn new languages. We'll have to listen more carefully and speak with greater thoughtfulness. Transitions, I know, are often daunting. But the truth is, we all have experience with transitions. The longer we live, the wiser and less anxious most people are when they're faced with change. There are exceptions, of course. I recall the story of one gentleman who was turning uh, 100 years old. And on his 100th birthday, a reporter was interviewing him. And he, the reporter said, Mr. Smith, you've lived a very long time. And I know you must have seen a lot of changes in your life. And the man replied, I sure have, Sonny. And I've been against every one of them. <laughs> But again, our, our faith helps us deal with change, with the transitions in life in a way that leads us to transformation into a, a, new, a new realm, a new territory, a new experience that's often quite better than any we've known before. It will be exciting for those who approach this journey with a spirit of adventure, trusting in God and one another. And most of all, love divine living and active among us, will continue to mold and shape us into the new creatures God wants to have in this place in the future. That will be our source of the courage, the hope, and the creativity and the patience that will be required of us. As we journey together, let us remember that it is not really about us. It is about God. It is not about our limited resources or our limited perspectives. 
It is about the abundant resources of our bountiful God and God's great vision of a creation redeemed and restored. The God who has led us this far will continue to lead us so that God's reign will come and God's desires will be accomplished on earth as in heaven. The church doesn't have a mission. The mission has a church. You and I are the church and we are the delivery system for God's mission. As we open our eyes to see God's hand at work in the world around us, then God gives us the grace to reach out and take God's hand and join with God in the work that we're called to do in the mission field at our doorsteps. The people of St. John's have been entrusted with an amazing heritage. Your leadership and mission in this community and even more as the leading Episcopal church in this state matter in uncommon ways. As Jesus said to Peter when Peter was in the midst of a personal epiphany, from everyone to whom much is given, much will be required. Each time you enter this house of worship, uh, there is some holy water at the entrance. And when you see it, I hope you'll remember why you came back. To give thanks to God for the gift of baptism and all that it means for the living of your life as a Christian disciple. And each time you leave, I hope that water will remind you that what has happened to you in this time, in this place, is all about what lies beyond those doors. Those doors open outwards into the mission field at our doorstep, into which the deacon sends us at the end of each service. We're called out from the world in order to be nourished and fortified in word and sacrament, and then we're sent back out into the world to be light and leaven and salt as we continue the incarnate mission of Christ in our time and in our place. Divine wisdom dwelt in all its fullness in the one who is our host today at the banquet we are about to share. Wisdom and grace at this table are as abundant as the waters of your rivers and lakes, as packed with energy as the fossil fuels beneath your soil, as strong as the mountains that rise up from the plains, and as generous as the hospitality you extend to your guests. As we gather to receive this gift, we will be united as an authentic community of faith and nourished for the roles we are to play and the work we are to do in the days ahead. And then we'll be sent out to make a difference, the difference God wants us to make. God wants to be brought about specifically, specifically by God's people who are known here as the Episcopalians. For the sake of the world, for which our Savior, Jesus Christ, offered his life. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>